Richard must have seen the same thing I did, because he came up with a way to use it. Here's an idea. Florence, I want you to be on stage when the spirit of Christmas past and Scrooge arrive. That's not in the book, David objected. If we were going to do exactly as the script says, Richard said patiently, you people wouldn't need me. Just try it. Whatever you say, Richard, Florence said. He said, let's start with Fezziwig shaking young Ebenezer's hand. They ran through the last part of the scene again, and this time it worked beautifully. Young Ebenezer glowed with Christmas joy, and so did Richard. Maybe he was going to pull it off after all. The players were still rough, but they'd improved so much already, and they still had nearly a week before opening night. If Richard could just get Seth Murdstone to do a decent job with Scrooge, it might not be a total disaster. Richard called out, Spirit of Christmas past and Scrooge, let's get you two into the picture. Oliver Jarndyce, the round-faced man playing the first spirit to visit Scrooge, stepped out of the wings, but he was alone. Where's Scrooge? Richard asked. He said he wanted a cigarette, Oliver said. For a second, it looked as if Junior might see her wish for another tantrum granted, but Richard swallowed whatever it was he wanted to say and instead said, Mrs. Gamp, do you think you could find Seth and get him back on stage? I sure will. Mrs. Harris probably knows just where he went, the cheerful bird-like stage manager said, and she scooted away. Unlike most of the cast, she managed to be right where she needed to be whenever Richard called her. Richard ran his fingers through his hair again. While we're waiting for Scrooge, let's try something a little different. My eyes glazed over at that, and I lost track of what was happening for the next few minutes. Then a scream rang out, and I jerked wide awake. Since when was there a scream in that scene? The folks on stage looked as surprised as I was. I turned to ask Junior what had happened, but her reflexes had taken her nearly up on stage by then, and I took off after her as fast as five months of pregnancy would allow. Richard saw me coming and helped hoist me up, and then we followed Junior as she chased a second scream. How she'd been able to judge the direction it was coming from in that cave of a building, I'll never know. To me, it seemed to echo everywhere. We went stage left and down the narrow, dimly lit corridor that led past the dressing rooms and ended at the back door. We found Mrs. Gamp about halfway down the hall, her fist pressed against her mouth as if to hold in any more screams. Lying on one side on the floor in front of her was Seth Murdstone, blood seeping from a swollen lump on his head. I could tell he was dead even before Junior knelt to touch his wrist. As Ted is a doornail, Richard whispered, quoting from A Christmas Carol. All I could think of was that he'd promised to show that Byerly would never forget. It looked as if he'd succeeded even before the curtain went up.